Hey, this is Phil Yanov with the Tech After Five podcast, and we have something special coming up, and I thought we would uh, talk to you guys about it before we get to it. You know, we've been at Tech After Five over 12 years, and coming up in our November is our 600th event. Yeah, I know. Uh, here's the thing. We've done, a, you know, we've done a bunch of these hundreds, right? I think we started back at 300 and we decided let's make the 100 events, the centenary events, right? Big ones and do something fun. So we've got something new planned for 600, but uh, I brought my friends in to maybe give me some ideas about what that might look like. So first off, I've got Carol Hamilton. Hello, Hi. Carol Hamilton. How oh, are you? Juliana. I am so glad to be here. Thank you. Well, I'm glad to have you. And uh, you seem like a perfect person to help me plan a party. <laughs> I've and, been to uh, a few. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I'm, I've been to a few. I've, I've, had, I've done a lampshade or two. Um, yeah. And then, uh, of course, my buddy Scott Pfeiffer is here. Hello, Scott. Hey, Phil. It's always great to be here, buddy. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've been to a bunch of Tech After Fives together, and uh, now we got 600 coming up. So uh, let's talk about that a little bit and see how uh, and see what we might come up with. So 600 events, um, I think would ought to be a party. What do you think, Scott? I think a party sounds like a good idea. We should invite everybody. Yeah. Um, well, I think that is the very first thing we should let people know. That's exactly what we're going to do. So in years past, because the events were physical and we're there in different cities, we would just call them all 600 and we would have five parties. But this year we can have one party and invite everybody to it all at the same time. I actually think that really adds a whole nother level to it, doesn't it? Because it would be much harder to get everybody in the same room. So I think that there's a, there's a whole element that we just get to celebrate unto itself, which is we're all here. That's pretty cool. Yeah, no, I, I, that is neat. And I mean, I think the thing is, we have such a great group of folks in Little Rock and great folks in Charlotte and Columbia and Charleston, but they don't, you know, some folks will jump from place to place, but this time I'm giving them a good reason. Just let's all come to one room at one time. So that's what I want to do. That's what I want to get pulled together. So I think we got to, uh, you know, the thing is we, um, we can't, you know, we're, we, we can't uh, actually, you know, we're not going to be handing out beers because you're in your own home and people are spread out all over the country. So I think we're going to have to rely on people to do this thing, uh, BYOB. Yep. I would start there. And if I, in fact, I think Scott had some great suggestions for how to do that at home. Scott, didn't you have a couple <laughs> ideas? We can always have wine delivered or pick up beer at the grocery store. There you go. Right. That's right. Beer, beer would be the traditional drink of the tech after fives. Although you do often serve wine at those places. We sometimes we make that available to folks who just aren't beer drinkers. I always had in my mind, it was kind of a beer ish event. And I thought, you know, with craft beer doing its thing, there usually was a wide enough selection for everybody to do their thing. So, um, you know, but I think you should bring a beer and you should probably share with us what beer you brought to celebrate. I think that would be super fun. What uh, do you, um, I, I don't know, celebratory drinks. Um, do you have a favorite beer, wine, or uh, some other cocktail that's a go-to for you when you celebrate? I mean, I think everybody ought to figure that out for themselves, but maybe you guys have one. You know, right, I'm not Carol. a huge champagne drinker, but especially since I'm probably going to be home and on my own, I wouldn't need a whole bottle, but I love the feeling of a split of champagne. 
I just think that there's something so elegant about that. And there was a movie moon, uh, moon, shine or something moonstruck years ago where they actually dropped a little cube of sugar in it and i always thought now that is a party you know a little bit of just a small glass of champagne with the drop with a a, um, a block of sugar in it it just seems like i don't know extra special there's a champagne cocktail you can make that had that starts with a cube of sugar and has Ah. brandy and champagne is there something else in that phil it's brandy and champagne and a sugar cube and I want to think there's one other ingredient. I don't know. That's funny that you should bring that up because the only, well, when I think of cocktails, so to speak, or champagne mixed drinks, I guess it wouldn't really be a cocktail, but a champagne mixed drink, um, it's Bellini's, right? And that's one that I made for my, I started making for my wife long ago. And that is a, uh, is champagne and peach puree, white peach puree in a champagne. Oh my gosh. So delicious. And for us, it's a summer thing. You know, there's mixed beer drinks uh, that you can get at fancier beer bars. You know, there's the the black and tan, which has the Guinness on the bottom and the harp or the bass on the top. And there's different ones. But I think there's one, I think it's called a Velvet Hammer or something like that, that's got like Guinness and champagne. Oh, well, that sounds pretty exciting. Pour you know, the is there something we should come up with? Pour the champagne on top and it sits sort of separate. Right. You can also Over do some. that with... Uh, um, like Guinness and uh, apple cider. Oh, which is nice. It seems like that would kind of lighten up Guinness a bit. Let me that tell you, be a pretty Guinness and apple flavor. cider. Uh, not, not. I'm talking about hard. I'm talking about like, uh, yeah, you know, like Scrumpy Jack or something like that. A hard yeah, cider, Jack, right? A hard cider. But you, you mix that Guinness and that hard cider together. That's it's really good. Yeah. So I don't I did not come into this with an idea of what the official drinks of Sec Effort or Five Number Six Hundred is. And we can ask the audience this, you know, we got a little time to plan yeah. this yet. But I think we should come up with something like that. And maybe we could do a, a beer and a wine and then the cocktail that you will have or serve at home for the official the cocktail of Tech After Five. Now there's an interesting concept. You can never uh, go wrong with the Negroni, of course. Well, you know, that's Phil's fan favorite, but I understand that that's a, that is a, quite a drink that's not ready for everybody. I mean, not everybody is ready for a Negroni, (laughs) but I'm all about it, you know, so I I could easily declare that as the cocktail, but we might have to go a little lighter on some of the other stuff. Now, I am Um, thinking if we're talking uh, cocktails, we should also be talking about food and we have an upside to being home. You can eat something like nachos and not be shaking someone's hand five seconds later. (laughs) So I think there's some real upside here to being home. You don't have to drive home after the cocktail and you get to eat something that is an absolute wreck and not worry about having greasy hands. Yeah, I I don't want to discourage too much eating on camera, though. True. Perhaps something less crunchy than nachos would be effective. <laughs> you can be on mute, but still. Yeah, yeah. Why do I want to watch you eat? <laughs> Not much. <laughs> I was in a meeting this morning where someone was dining because it was overseas. And yeah, that's a lot of information. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That yep. could be bad. That could be bad. So we need some discretion there. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe two thoughts. I don't know. Yeah, Grapes. it's always chicken fingers, right? That would be olives. Olives. I don't, uh, no, I think I think you're right. The eating on the camera thing—that's a tough one to kind of pull off. But you know, that's why I always like uh, if I am going to take a drink or eat or something like that in your pile of people, I take I 
flip the camera off momentarily and then back and I push it back and forth. So I don't have this set up today to do that really quick, but back, you know, black and then back. Um, so yeah, but I think, uh, you know, there might be some finger food wherever you're doing your. It's like bar peanuts, you know, pretzels, the kind of thing you'd have at a, at a regular, at a tech after five. You know, I like, uh, at, um, chop house 47, they serve bar peanuts, but they're warmed up. They're hot. Yes. Oh man. That's some good stuff right there. The best part about flying first class is the heated mixed nuts at the beginning. Yeah. It's just this lovely little ramekin. So it's not some monster. Oh, and they're warm. Yep, yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. The heated nuts. That's a good move. <laughs> class act. Wow. Right yeah. That is first class. So, uh-huh. all right. So we're putting together our menu here. We're, we're going to, I mean, the Negroni has to be in here somewhere. So there'll be, you know, that is, that's the, that's the official over the top cocktail for tech after five, number 600. And then been friends uh, with Phil for as long as I've had, you have had a Negroni with him. Yeah, that's right. It's just one of those things that happens. Um, then, then there's got to be there's got to be a beer, and maybe there's like a craft beer, yeah. And then like the and there's also the uh, everyman beer, so to speak, right? Maybe the craft beer. Maybe we should have one for every city. Oh, yes, I, like that. I would say local. local. It should be local to multiple cities yeah. that you're in. I love that idea, yeah. and let them come on and you know, hey, and toast with that. Each city toasts. Yeah. Greenville has a lot of options for local craft beer. Exactly. Brilliant ideas. Coming um, sure. Yeah. So does Charleston. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't so does Charleston. Columbia as much, whether they have a big craft beer scene down there, but maybe somebody from Columbia can let us know. Yeah. Right. It'd be fun if they delivered one bottle to each person who signed up. Would. Little. What about and Little local. Rock, Arkansas is big enough. They must have some beer down there. Little that's. We'll have to ask local. our friends in Little Rock what their yeah. local craft beer uh, yeah, I'm going to reach out there and ask them about that. All right. So we've got drinks that we kind of get that a little bit lined up. We've got, um, you know, maybe you'll have some sort of snack, but, you know, nothing big. You know, again, we're, we don't want to see you eat a uh, au jus during the right. event, right? It's just not the roast beef and au jus, right? That's not Now, how about cool. dress code? Is there like a hat or a, could they go online and print out the, the um, logo and put it on a t-shirt or a hat or what could they do to, to represent? Yeah. So, I mean, so the thing is, are they rep- so they could be representing their local city. Now, the thing is, in there have been over time a few T-shirts around with the city's logo on it. Right. So it'd be Tech After Five Columbia, Tech After Five Charlotte. Those do exist somewhere, but they're probably few and far between. Now, some folks will have tokens, by the way, things that they could use. that They can kind of show those as part of it. But, yeah, we don't really want a ball cap, but um, maybe we could. uh I don't know. Could we no. um, could we put a badge of some kind online that people could pull up and print themselves at home and wear? That's what I'm thinking. Something that you could even print onto like an iron on or something if they wanted. That or would be one option. A sticker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Something. Yeah. Something. Some asset we could put yeah. online that they you could pull down and do whatever you want with. Okay. A tech right. after five six hundred. Happy hours. All the yes. cities, you know, whatever. Yeah. I like something, that. Something something people could, could do if they wanted to. Here's something I would like, and this is a little bit of work on your part, and I'm not sure you have the assets to make it happen. <laughs> this is what I would like to see. 
I would like to see a slideshow in chronological order of every location, every tech after five has been. So it would start with, I guess, Greenville. The first one in Greenville, was it upstairs above Barley's tap room? Was that our first location? Are we? Yeah, we don't have pictures from the first event, but we have pictures from the second event. I'm just talking about one from each location. It doesn't have to be the first time in that location. But it oh, be I see. Barley, you know, Tech After Five, Greenville, Barley's Tap Room, and maybe the year. And then right. what was the second location? What was the third location? Then at some point, we're going to have other cities coming in with their locations. And Greenville's been in half a dozen places. Some of yeah. the other ones have been in two or three. But just chronologically... So it might be Greenville, 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 Columbia, Greenville, Charleston, Greenville. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just one, one shot from each location, from every tech after five that's ever been at whatever locations in chronological order with a little thing and just a little slideshow, a little five minute. Wouldn't even be five minutes, probably be two minute slideshow. What if you went to the, the people who have attended these and or hosted them and helped you host and see what other pictures there are of just people having fun? And if, you know, put those in there with it. So you've got this as a location, but then here's a couple of, of shots you may not have even seen. Let's have people submit that what would they've be, taken pictures of. Yeah, that would be interesting to see pictures from other people, right? I mean, we have thousands of photos and I've occasionally I'll bring in professional photographers to record the event as well, right? So we have thousands of photos, but it would be really kind of fun to see some that I hadn't seen, right? But there'll be a lot of photos that other folks haven't seen as well. And we could run that for a while and people see that. I don't know. I'll figure out a way to do that. But I think a slideshow certainly is in order. And I would love to go back and uh, tell a few stories about some of the uh, events that we've been at and some of the crazy things we've had happen at our events. Yeah, that'd be good. Some retrospective. You know, as I'm sitting here looking at all of our backgrounds, I was thinking if you didn't do the badge or something that people wore, you could still put together like a, a 600 logo, if you will, that they could print and put into their backgrounds. So something where it just captures part of the spirit of it. Because I was I trying to think that. about balloons or crepe paper, or, you know, something festive. It's a party. So what could you do with that? Well, something to dress up the background a little, maybe. I mean, virtual backgrounds for everybody. There Free. you go. Free. There you go. Except, you know, there goes your bandwidth. But yeah, I mean, there you go. That would be really fun. Your own little Tech After Five uh, backdrop. Yeah. I like that a lot. So I think we could have some fun with that. You know, the thing is, we've, uh, I didn't, I wasn't sure this was going to work at the beginning. You know, back when we started Tech After Five, we were doing other things at the time. We were doing the lunch series still. And uh, it wasn't clear to me that Tech After Five was going to work. The first few months seemed really hard. Um but then it just kind of picked up and it had a life of its own. And within, you know, I would say within six months, it definitely had a life of its own. I don't know that we ever thought at the time that it would be the thing that took over everything else. I certainly did not. Right. It was supposed to be just sort of a, another event that GSATC was doing. That's right. And the thing is, even in that, you know, I said we don't have pictures from the first one. We have pictures from the second one. At the second one, um, the badges don't say Tech After Five. They, have, they say GSATC. Right. And we did that for months. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, Tech After Five was just a GSATC event, one of many, right? At least that's every, right. And the learning lunch was kind of the big. Yeah. The big yeah. Thing. That was the tent pole. 
You know what I remember though, going from the learnings, because I went to those lunches and then I went to the the tech after five. What I remember about the tech after five was how safe it felt to network. And I don't know why I'm, I'm sitting here trying to think of what the difference is, but there weren't all sorts of gimmicks and you didn't have to do icebreakers and everybody introduce yourselves in some humiliating and extroverted way. You got to just go have a drink and and meet people one-on-one quietly, you know, relatively easily. And I think that that word got out and that's what made it explode because you weren't doing all that other stuff. But I loved that. My favorite thing in the whole world was learning lunch where it was, uh, if you're a first time, raise your hand and then stand up. <laughs> That's yeah. right. And then it exactly. got worse. Raise your hand. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, oh, it, yeah. And it's like, oh, oh I have just volunteered. All these people Great. raising their hand. And he's like, and then stand up. And some of them, you see their eyes just go, bang. Yeah. They're, they're, yes. they're dead now. Yes. <laughs> they're trapped. That's right. <laughs> One little thing leads to another. That step seemed completely reasonable. And poof, now I had you. I had you. The punishment for courage. My favorite. So, yeah. uh, So that's funny. You you went all that way and did never use the word speed dating. I think that's a new element we need to add is the speed networking thing there, Carol, so that we can get that back to where it's a high pressure, tension filled networking environment. (laughs) All right. Well, you do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. But what I did love, and I remember this being very, uh, I I don't remember anybody else doing this, was when you sent out the participant list and said, look who's coming, figure out a couple of people to target that you would like to, to seek out and have a conversation with. And I thought that that, again, really served the introverted part of me that let me say, okay, now this is brought down into a size I can take. This is a nibble size event. I don't have to stay all night. I don't have to meet the room. I get to no. just go in and meet these people. And I thought you really walked people through that process really nicely. You could add yeah. some of those milestones to the slideshow too. Like in this year, we started sending out the list in advance. And in this year, we started doing LinkedIn anywhere. And in this year, we started doing the different things on the badge with the who's seeking a job and who's looking to hire and all that, you know. That was, that was that the badge thing was something we did from the very beginning. In fact, I refused to do the event until we could until I came up with the idea that we would on the badge say, what are you looking for? Right. That was the thing. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't run the event because I thought this is just meaningless. I don't understand. I mean, I, I don't want to go wander through a room and hope something happens. Uh, <laughs> we never wanted to run that kind of event. Right. It just wasn't it. So to Carol's point, you know, we always trying to I was trying to take all of the friction out of professional networking. Right. And I didn't want it to suck. I wanted this. You know, I've always been perfectionist about how we do what we do. How do I make this easier for you? How do I make it look better? How do I make this friendly and open and make sure that, you know, everyone's behaving themselves. And so when we had, when we locked that all down, we just kind of pulled forward and that, that worked and people got it, you know, to Carol's point, I think the audience detected it right away. You know, what would be fun is if you had a way to do that now where we could have a badge that says, I'm looking for a job, I'm hiring, even in the party. Right. I mean, it, it's still a tech after five event. And so what if there was a way to identify ourselves just from looking at each other or I don't know, yeah. in our names or. 
Well, that's super easy. And you know what the thing is, I haven't focused on that so much at the events, but the easiest way to do that, of course, is in the rename function. And if you go into the rename function, just say what you're looking for, right? Um, you could go ahead and put that right afterwards. So I think that would work. I don't want to do all the clatter here on a keyboard right now, but um, but you could just rename that. And I have yeah. thought about doing that for some. In fact, we have done other things that, than that, but and we have done that as well. But I think that's probably a thing we could do more often, and the people would find it awesome, right? But now, if people are looking, particularly people who are looking for a job, they will say looking for developer gig, looking for something like that. But I think the looking for bit is good. Yeah. Well, it keeps the spirit of it alive. So whether you're looking for something new, looking for to replace something or whatever it is you're trying to do, it's just that extra easy. I don't have to say it. You already know it. Right. That's right. Um, yeah, because we're trying to help people with that. You know, I've I've been looking for ways to kind of automate some of those pieces and make that even more forward, right? You know, wouldn't it be really cool, for example? Well, I mean, here's a way you could do it if for the folks who wanted to play that game, right? Why would I not uh, create a virtual background that was color-coded based on what you wanted to find, right? Yeah. If I'm looking for a gig, boom, I got a blue background or green background. And if it ends up being a bandwidth issue, even just the people who are hiring could use one. Right. There's no big issue on that. That's exactly the same as putting this. Oh, okay. Here. Fair yeah. enough. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So we could uh, give you a colored background if you wanted to do that. That'd be kind of so, cool. Yeah. Uh, looking for work or I'm hiring. People find each other in the room kind of easier that way to yeah. the extent they can do something with it. All right, so we got, uh, you know, we're going to be a little bit sentimental about some of the things that we've done, but we are a forward-looking organization, and we love this idea of uh, sort of bringing together, let's celebrate what we've done so far. We can, we'll can, we be able to talk to you about the thousands of people served, um, you know, the tens of thousands on the mailing list at this point, uh, and, you know, put a few hundred people in a room, even if we want to now, and let them chat with each other and go do that thing we do like we do inside the breakout rooms right how do we go and let you meet each other i did something by the way kind of fun at the spirit at the last one i haven't done this before um because we've done we're handling the openings in a bunch of different ways but one of the things i did at tech after five for greenville just this week was i guess this was last night when i say this week it was last night but um i actually took everybody who showed up early and tossed them all into a breakout room together for the time that they were early until it was time for the event to start and they milled around and chatted and uh they took the people who were in the room and i think there were six or eight uh, they just said this was perfect. It was like standing in line waiting to get your badge, but now you had somebody to talk to while you were doing that. And then I popped them out right before we begin the official intro of the event. Nice. You know so. what else I think would be cool is to hear your vision. So now it's been eight seven hundred and fifty or whatever the next big you know marker would be in your mind, whether it's a thousand. Is there anything that's different? I mean, and I don't know. I'm not trying to put you on the spot here. I'm just thinking it'd be really interesting to hear what you see of this. Is this going to, you know, do you feel really good about right where it is? Is there something you'd like to evolve it? Is there, you know, and also how could people who are there be a part of that evolution? Is there support or anything they could bring that would um, help you get there? 
Yeah, now I'd love to share some of those pieces, right? Because I mean, I think they're thing. You know, we're in a spot we didn't expect to be in, right? We never thought we were going to be in this spot doing a bunch of virtual events, but here we are, having done a, a pile of them, right, since March. Um, but we also know. I mean, we want to be good at this. We want to do all the service we can for this moment in time, and then we want to, uh, you know, when it comes out that we'll be able to do live events again, what you know, those are going to look a little different probably when we do it. And but we were um, I am very much in this moment committed to making sure that we have an online event that endures uh, past. You know, if we had a vaccine and there there is there is an online version of what we were doing because it is just too easy to bring people from very disparate geographies together. We've spent all this time, again, Zoom training them, et cetera. Um, We're going to. We're going to keep doing bigger and better things in the online space as well. I like to chat about that a little bit because I think that's where we're headed. Well, and with so many people getting told they're going to be home for a long time, if not forever, based on carbon footprints, cost, and just um, the COVID, of course, which we don't know where it's going next. So, yeah, I think those are going to be really interesting conversations. Yeah. So we'll talk about that and maybe get a few ideas from the audience. So all of this to talk about number 600 coming up, we're going to have some fun with it. We want you to think about it. Um, You know, we're going to drop this podcast just as quick as you can. So here's the point. We've still got a few weeks till this event. You can be part of the party planning committee if you would like to be part of this with us and kind of tell us what you think you would like to see in event 600. The date is date certain, right? That's uh, November 18th, November 18th at 5.30 p.m. You are invited to Tech After Five, number 600. And I hope that you'll come join and celebrate. Um, it'll be BYOB, but that's okay. You'll be in your own home, or I hope, uh, and able to ha- come and celebrate with us. So, Musical right. guest would be fun, too. Say that again? Musical guest would be fun. <laughs> I'm going to pull that ukulele off the shelf back there. We got Ed McCain, right? Sitting home in Greenville. Let's just see what he's got going on. Yeah. Um, It's funny. I thought I have some ideas about having a special speaker, but uh, I hadn't thought about a musical guest. I mean, yes, I got to figure that out. I mean, there's the issue of, you know, I can make this work. There's some talent in this this group you have. I'm guessing there's some talent right in this little pool of people. Not so little pool of people. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. There are quite a few people who have bands that play and perform regularly still in our crowd. So we could actually do that. So that'd be super fun. All right. Uh, Thank you, Carol Hamilton, for your help today. And uh, we go find you at... At you can find me on LinkedIn at Carol Hamilton Live, or you can uh, find me on my website, which is HamiltonThinkTank.com. Excellent. And Scott Pfeiffer. I'm Scott Pfeiffer on LinkedIn, strategybusinessconsulting at gmail.com on email, and my website is fscottp.com. All right. Uh, I am Phil Yanov, your host for this silly little thing we call the Tech After Five podcast. And um, we're just trying to help you. The the best way we can help you is to have you come show up at our events. The best way you can help us is to tell your friends about this podcast, whether it's the YouTube channel, make sure you go subscribe and tell your pals about it or pull the podcast on whatever your favorite pod player is and uh, let, uh, you know, both like it and kind of tell other people about it so that uh, we 
we spread the word because we're trying to help as many people as we can. And we're assuming that if you like us, you've got friends like you and we'd like to help them as well. So find us at techafter5.com and we'll see you at the very next event. Thanks. Thanks.